excited that you have decided to be with me this morning in our study of God's Word. We're looking at a new series of studies today. I'm calling Big Questions and Bigger Answers. Some of the questions that we ask, sometimes we don't ask them of anybody but ourselves and maybe of God because we're hesitant to ask others, but maybe we ask others. But maybe you've found the answers, maybe you haven't found the answers. But we're going to look into God's Word and seek to find the answers to those questions. The first question I want to ask is, who am I? Who in the world am I as a person? You, me, all of us. What are we? Who are we? In the children's book, (coughs) The Biggest Thing There Is, you learn that the biggest animal on earth is the blue whale, but the blue whale nearly is not nearly as big as a mountain. If you put a hundred foot blue whale in a huge jar, you could put millions of jars inside a hollowed out Mount Everest, for example. But Mount Everest isn't nearly as big as the earth. One hundred Mount Everest would, you know, even begin to fill up any part of the earth. And the earth isn't nearly as big as the sun. You could put a hundred million earths inside the sun but the sun which is which is really just a medium-sized star isn't anywhere near as big as the super star like in like a superstar like Antares but Antares isn't nearly as big as the Milky Way galaxy billions of stars including superstars make up the Milky Way galaxy and when we think about all this the bigness of everything, our world, our universe, the galaxies beyond us. We look very small, but we aren't. We look very unimportant, but we aren't. We are all significantly important. But who am I then in this kind of a gigantic world with billions of people? One little person, am I significant? Am I significant or am I an insignificant nothing? Well, the Bible tells us, all the way back in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, the scripture tells us, beginning at verse 26, a lot about who we are. For the Bible tells us there, then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and the wild animals. And the scripture goes on to say, over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In, his, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to him, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. There's God's answer at the beginning, and he has a lot more to say about it throughout the scriptures, but notice several things about who we are. First, you are a creation made by God. So God created man in his own image, he said. And then every one of us born to man and woman after that are created in his image. God created you personally. God created you specifically. Many scientists are now acknowledging the fact that to think that this world just happened is a little bit hard to fathom. And so they think there must be a designer. And of course, of course there's a designer. 
with when there's design, somebody is, is the designer. When there's cre- creation, something is the creator. So we're created by God, and we're not accidents. We are meant to be here. Psalm 85, uh, Psalm 8, verse 5 says, You made us only a little lower than the angels. You crowned us with glory and honor. <clears throat> you see, God saw the need to make us, and he made us, and we're special. We have meaning because he made us, and he loves us. That's why he sent Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. How does it make you feel to know that God, this great God who created the universe that's so vast, that's so so beyond us, the galaxies, the size of the sun, and the, the great stars, the superstars, and all that's out there, that this is the God who wants a relationship with us. Does that stir up any emotions within you to recognize that this great God cares about you? That's why Daniel said, don't be afraid, for you are deeply loved by God. And that's that's the key to everything. And when we come to know that, we understand how his love makes a difference. A little girl named Heather came to discover this truth, and it changed her life. She soon after... <clears throat> She was a, a baby, about 18 months old. She nearly died, and she lost her hearing in that illness. And over the years, she was torn between whether to just live in the hearing-impaired world where it was safe or to try to get out and live in the hearing world. And she was always asking herself this question, God, who am I, hearing or deaf? And she was pretty hopeless and bleak until she gave her life to Christ as she read the Bible. One day she came to the story of Thomas, the disciple, who doubted the resurrection. And there, John 20, 29 says, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. She realized that no one can see God physically or hear God physically. But just like her, a hearing-impaired person, everyone must know God with their hearts and in their lives. They can put their faith in him. And she knew how much God loved her. Though I didn't know where I'd find a place in this world, she said, I knew. Heather said, I knew I was in capable hands, God's hands. Resting in her newly discovered identity, her place in the world began to unfold. On September the 17th, 1994, Heather Whitestone was crowned Miss America, the first physically disabled Miss America in the pageant's history, giving her a worldwide platform to talk about the needs of the hearing impaired as well as the cause of Christ. When she discovered her significance, when she discovered she was really made by God and that God had a special purpose for her, it made a tremendous difference. The second thing that the scripture tells us is that you were made by God in his image, not just made by God, but made like God. God said, let us make man in our image. So God created man in his own image. God patterned them after himself. What does that mean? Well, first of all, let me just say that that image has been marred by sin, and but we still are made after his image in many ways. And one of that those ways is we have a capacity to know God. We have a capacity for relationships that no other created being has. And God has given us qualities like unto the qualities that belong to him. And 
you cannot be who you were made to be apart from a relationship with God. That's why it's so important. See, being a human being who was made by God, you were not only made by God, you were made for God that you might have a relationship with Him in which in that relationship you could be the person that He intends you to be. We're going to pick that up tomorrow. Just relish the fact today, enjoy the fact today that you were made in God's image and you're special.